The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, everybody. It is that time again for eight days a week. This is the show where we go over everything that's happening on Russo'sBrand.com and Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. We bring you snippets, if you will, of all the shows across both of these platforms. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Another week, another very, very, very busy week at Russo'sBrand.com and Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. You know, a lot of people ask, why do we have two formats? And I will explain to you why. We got to a point, basically, where we were getting too big for Realm. We kept adding a lot of shows, and the intake was getting to be just a little, little bit too big for the Realm Network that started with one show. You know, at the beginning, the Realm Network had one show, wasn't supposed to house 25, 30 shows. So we got a little bigger, so we had to open up a second platform at Patreon. So that's why you have Russo'sBrand.com with the Realm Network that has some shows on it on the other side of the coin. You have patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, which has a menu of shows of its own. And this week, we are going to start with our brand new podcast on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. ODB's meet and greet. And this is ODB's debut show. Let's take a look. At her very first episode. Did you ever get a, a Danny Davis promo cut on you or, or were you spared the uh, uh, fear? Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was I actually I uh, meet up with him and Julie a lot now that I'm in Florida and I go hang out with them and we reminisce. And I'm like, I was so scared of you, Danny. You oh, come yeah. out. He comes out of the office. You're like, oh, I was like against the wall. I'm like, oh, my God, please don't don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Oofta, yeah. But he did that in fun too. Like he just loved that. Like going off on people he loved. And yeah, thank God I was never on the end of that. Oof. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> it's a, he's cut some legendary promos on people. And you brought up Al Snow. I, I, you know, I know he had a big hand in, in helping, at least at, at the time at OVW, shaping the ODB, I guess, character, would you say? Uh, yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, because I I met Al from the very first day in actually uh, in 2000 when I tried out for the very first Tough Enough. Al Snow was the guy for Tough Enough, and he he remembered me of all the hundreds of people. He remembered me, and I called myself ODB One Dirty Bitch. But I was like, Hi, I'm ODB One Dirty Bitch. Eh. You know, and he remembered me through everyone. And then we I know we met each other at indie shows, and he's like, You need to be at OVW. He's like. I'm going to get you there. So him and Danny Davis opened the door wide open and got to train with all the contracted guys. And, but you know, we can talk about those stories, you know, (laughs) (laughs) of course I had the honor and privilege of working with ODB for many, many, many years. So I am ecstatic to bring her on. 
the Russo brand platform. Up next, me more. More beautiful ladies, the beautiful people. Angelina Love and Velvet Sky on Russo'sBrand.com, the Realm Network. Velvet Sky and Angelina Love wonder if freedom is becoming controlled. I think the answer to that is obvious, but let's see what Angelina and Velvet have to say about it. No troll has ever gotten to me. No troll will ever fucking get to me. Like I have the ultimate, like if anything, we laugh and we're just like, just got nothing better to do with your day. Nothing better to do with your life. Huh? So it's like, so it's like, it's the land of the free, but it seems like the land of the free is becoming less and less free and more and more about control. And what do I mean about that? What do I mean about control? Well, What I mean about control is we're going to talk about the media again. We're going to talk about it again because the media is just such a dominant force in our everyday lives. The the media depicts when we sneeze, when we cough, when we fart, when we brush our teeth, when we take a shower. You guys get my point. Okay. The media dictates our every move. What the media says we do not you and me because we're like fuck the media because we've seen what sheep sheep do what right. sheep do yeah because because like and I know people that are very very close to me who fully believe like the media never lie and it's like how how do right. you how, like how many times have they posted something and then go back on it or they'll post right. one thing and then have a and then a year later or six months later have a completely different opinion and just act like the first opinion never said journalists uh journalists i use that term very loosely are paid employees yes not only are the beautiful people beautiful they are intelligent they are on genius level they're wonderful to look at they're even better to listen to listen to the beautiful people podcast only on the Realm Network, RussosBrand.com. Up next, Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco. This, this could also be heard on Realm, RussosBrand.com. On this show, Disco talks about the recent WWE releases, and we speculate. Will Tony Khan open up that checkbook to bring them into AEW? Anytime. There is Tony Khan news. I am always, always listening. If I wanted to stop it, Tony, I absolutely could. Yes, I know that. I could file an injunction. I could tell Kenny he's in breach of contract, but I'm not going to do that. That is not the clip. This is the clip. And everybody's like, oh, there's other ways to watch this and stuff. I'm like, you can't possibly. Like, there's way too much critical review of these shows to think that there's like anybody's going to go to start watching this. Like you're going to get some new fans. AEW gets 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 you know they get positive reviews from the echo chamber. Other people think it's you know the show's just like all these other ones. But bro, it's just like I just can't see how people cannot look at these numbers and not see that these these trends are pointing. You know that everything you guys are doing is wrong. And it's like now you want to you you think that like doing a uh uh you know a collaboration with the new japan it's gonna it's gonna do, do something to these numbers yeah it's like no bro i'm telling you wrestling's dying on the vine 
And the little echo chamber that's left is still this discreet screaming. I know it's a trying to be wrestling fan. And what and now Tony Khan, you know with Jeff's next story. Again, when I talk about business, okay. So now what's Tony Khan gonna do? Now he's gonna open up the checkbook. Bro, they weren't drawing on the WWE. These guys weren't drawing. So, you know, the Vince, Vince was able to cut them. Vince cuts people when they're not making him money. The people he cut were not drawing. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it was their fault. I think a lot of it has to do with creative, but Tony Khan's just as bankrupt creatively as the WWE is. So you're going to open up your checkbook now and you're going to pay ridiculous amounts of money to people that were not drawing on the WWE. That's that that's what I mean, bro. It's there's no business sense involved in like any of this. As always, words of wisdom from the Disco Inferno. Up next, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Show on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. On this show, I am going solo as Billy Bati prepares for leg surgery, bro. I talk about my appearance in the upcoming China documentary that will be seen on Vice a week from Thursday. Listen up to the Nitty Gritty Dirt Show. I was contacted by the director of this film, a very nice woman by the name of Mara Strouch. Uh, She made this film, Mara Strouch. She contacted me. A while ago, um, and she um, she gave me the pitch for this film. And uh, the intriguing thing to me was I love the idea of a biography or a documentary about the life of my friend China. I love it coming from a woman's perspective. That had never been done before. So I had many conversations with Mara. Uh, Mara and I met. And I decided to do the documentary. Now, at the point of filming the documentary, they did not have. All right, guys, feel free. Be free. Check out that documentary on Vice. Up next, castrating the marks, our signature show on Russo'sBrand.com, where we take the marks to task. With their ridiculousness. And this week, we break down Dave Meltz's detailed reporting on the reason Velveteen Dream was released by the WWE. Remember, I said detailed reporting. Bro, just just listen to this. Wrestling Observer reports Dream's firing was not related to allegations against him in 2020 or anything else that had been made public. Word on the street is that Dream was released after top WWE talent went to company officials and alerted them about an incident that Dream was involved in. Here we go, bro. There is no concrete word on what the incident was or which WWE star brought it to the attention of WWE officials. Do you understand, bro? You we you can read that, and that could be totally, totally, totally made up. 
totally made up. There's no concrete word on the on what the incident was or which star brought it to the attention of the like are like are you, then why are you saying anything bro if you don't know what the incident is and if you don't know who the talent is who supposedly threw him under the bus why are you saying any bro again bro why do i get hot i get hot because this guy calls himself a journalist that's journalism bro that's journalism. What what word on the street has it? What rumor on the street has it? Whoever gave him this info, if he didn't make it up and somebody told him this and maybe they were making it up or whatever, working him. Did you not ask the question if someone says, hey, listen, I know somebody went to management. I know he did something, but I don't know who went to management and I don't know what he did. Okay, then where did you hear this and what did they tell you? The, the, where he's getting this information from? Who would have that info like that? Look, I know something happened. Somebody said something. But I don't know what happened or who said it. Then how do you know something was said at all or that something that was ha- that happened? It, like, like, there's I, no I, logic I, to that. All right, as usual, Dave, that was reporting with no details. But up next, a lot of details with Master Shoot Theater on Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Me, Ben Hameen, Stevie Richards. We take you to Stanford, Connecticut, where young writer asked Spence about the time he hired a prostitute. This should be interesting. Remember the I let's put it this way. Do you remember the girl that you gave money to at Tanzabar? And oh, then yeah. you told me if you tell Linda, I will fucking kill you. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds like me, yeah. Okay. The, you exchange money, the woman had sex with you. And then it was, good. it was good too, pal. You usually don't think you, can, you don't think you can get it up, and you can get it stuck in a goddamn lay down panic. <laughs> you sure as hell can. I'm here to tell you, it was a level three. I was on there too. Went for a full 14 minutes. <laughs> okay, so Cardi B, you're okay with her hosting SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I was. Uh, yeah, of course, guy. You haven't heard her her big hit, wide ass Deucey. I'm in the mood for some wide ass Deucey. Ah, yes. Vince and Young Ryder never, never cease to amaze me. Up next, time out. You can hear this on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Hear me and Disco speculate if Nick Khan was brought into WWE to prepare for the sale of the company. I really think, bro, Khan was brought in to make that bottom line look as attractive as possible, tighten things up, cut the loose fat with all the people that they're letting go, with things moving over to Peacock now. Man, I just, I really feel like they are they are prepping to sell this company. Um, am I way off base? Not if you look at Disney. And if you look at the people that, that go to that, – that, if you look at Disney World, right, and you go to Disney World and you've got, you know, you got the characters walking around the park, Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Goofy. Then you watch the WWE and the show is kind of like for fans of that. It's like they, they write the show for like fans of Disney. Where the characters are having these 
goofy conversations, stuff and everything. All that. that is what I, I, I don't know. It's like, but but this is the thing that I, uh, um, that does you know, if they sell it, what what is that? Okay, well, so let's let's hypothetically say they sell the company because bro, it, it's definitely feasible. Because number one, they got rid, they sold their library. Last but not least, we got a clip from Black and White with me and the great Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat. You can hear this exclusively on Russo'sBrand.com. In this episode, we discuss why Prince became a symbol at one point in his career. Now, Stevie, I understand when you were a very uh, young man uh, growing up in Houston, Texas, a very impressionable uh, young man, not the street smart Stevie Ray we have today. Uh, rumor has it, I was reading somewhere that this up. when Prince uh, came out as a symbol, uh, that you yourself wanted to be as a symbol. Is there any, any truth to that rumor that's circulating? Prince came out as a slave. <laughs> we, here, here's the segue. I'm trying everything I can to stay away. We're talking about Prince being a symbol. Here we go. Okay, go ahead, Stevie. Oh, you want to put the symbol out there, but you don't want to put the word slave. Go, I, th- written, this, this, written. this I want to hear, bro. Go ahead. I'm a slave. It written on his gimmick right here. Yes, yes. He was letting people know I've been played because I'm a slave. Oh, you didn't want to talk to us, Prince. Oh, you didn't want to do your interviews to them, to them people, those executives. Say you ain't getting nothing. You signed the contract, and you got to honor that contract, slave. Yeah, that's what they said to him, just like that. He's lucky I put one of the executives. I would have told him the same thing. <laughs> Look, you little slave with your little woman shoes on. Go over there and sit down and make me some records. <laughs> wait, wait a minute now. Did, did, did the symbol gimmick tie in with the slave thing? Like, why was he a symbol for a while? I never understood that. Because they have taken. Well, that's it, everybody. That's a little taste. There's much, much, much more than that. You know you got Goldilocks, Dutch Mantel, Kevin Sullivan. You've got Vito LaGrasso and his wife, Noel. You've got P.J. Polanco. You've got Tom Pritchard. You've got so many more shows, we couldn't highlight them all here. No long-term commitment. You can hop out at any time, bro. Just go to Russo'sBrand.com. Or patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Bro, it's Russo's brand, bro. Gold medalist. You don't talk to me like that, Hunter. It's Russo's brand, bro. Sorry about that, Hunter. I did not mean to talk to you like that. Because you're scared of me. You're a coward. You're not the champion. I'm the champion. I'm not scared of anybody, bro. I do exactly what I think. And that's what Russo's brand is all about. Russo's brand, bro, where the pros are pros starting at 75 cents a week. 75 shillings. 75 pennies a week, bro. 75 cents. 75 shackles. 75 cents a week. Russo'sbrand.com. Patreon.com forward slash Russo T. W.C.